0: Hello, hello and welcome to this, the first proper episode of the Ian Prendercast, another Carlton podcast for season 2022. My name is Sean Peterbudge. I'll introduce the two idiots in just a moment. Um, before we get underway, if you do like what we do here, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a rating on the podcast channel of your choice. It is good. It does help us find new and you know more listeners. So I don't think we've ever said that. Probably worthwhile starting now at episode 150. Um, So if you can do that, you know, there's a lot of carbon pods out there. It's become pretty fucking cutthroat all of a sudden. So anything we can do to get some... uh you know, some ratings, some likes would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, I'm joined as always by DU's favourite son, the one and only good doctor, Timbo Slice. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy that one, Sean. How are you, my I've friend? I've been sitting on that for weeks. <laughs> and it's
1: funny, when you, do, when you do find yourself going down the rabbit hole with his YouTube, when you do finally find Kimbo Slice, you're going, Where have I been my whole life?
2: Well, The backyard brawls oh, and all yeah, that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I just thought, because obviously you couldn't make the practice game. No, oh, I had it had it ready to go for that, and uh, couldn't use it. Didn't want to go off without it, and uh, I'm pretty happy with how it's gone. How have you been?
1: Oh, look, I've been good. I've been good. I've been missing this. Um, and speak obviously for yourself. You were, yeah. uh, Obviously, I made it to the open training session, so uh, hadn't made it to the practice match, but still trying to get my Carlton fill, and uh, as we all do. And you know, off seasons are really really hard, and whether it's drafts or trade periods or whatever you need just to you know get ready for for round one and all that sort of stuff you know, you, you need that whole field so um thank <laughs> god we're here now just stop being pure <laughs> oh, jesus christ yeah. but it's good to be here now
0: well speaking of here and now timbo um quick question for you why are we where we currently find ourselves for this record you had one job and I'm here to tell you you failed conclusively because we're at MGA in Fab's work office.
1: I thought, well, a I thought we were recording on Monday. It is now Sunday, so I, f- I figure that's that's been a a, a a movement of the goalposts. But I think I'm happy here. I was in Diamond Creek for whatever it's worth, so coming out here actually worked quite well for me. Never so. let
0: Fab's... De- I said we sent. Said- <laughs> The message at these, you know, t- Fab was like, should we record today? Yeah, cool. Tim was doing a super coach draft, fine, no worries. I said, look, leave it to you two. Just tell me where and when, whatever. And then to, to my – to be honest with you, I only have myself to blame <laughs> because – Fab lent on Tim and he folded like a house of cards and we've ended up at MGA.
1: As I said, it made sense to be here for me. and as, Mate, you're just as, lucky as that as he was your wasn't message said, just tell me where and when, and it's like, all right, we're I'm, at MGA. I'm
0: going to let Sean know...
1: Which made me laugh <laughs> and laugh a lot.
0: But You know what? We're lucky that he wasn't at Coles because <laughs> we'd be recording in aisle seven. I'm just
2: letting Sean know from the get-go, I love what we do. I love our listeners. It It, it adds something... You love to my life, not however, moving
0: more than two feet to record an episode. However,
2: if you have this thing in your head that we're recording in Warren every week, uh, I thought we'd be, be in be, the it'll dungeon. Be, it'll
0: be ninety
2: percent two hands.
0: I thought we'd be in the dungeon. That's what I. That's what you'll, I was have se- you'll have
2: You'll uh, have mid-season break Fabian appearances, um, Pre-season preview Fabian appearances, and that's about it. The
0: irony of that is we've just touched on. We don't want to labour the point here, but Fab legitimately doesn't move <laughs> to no. record this show. The well, fact that we did it at Prince's Park was astonishing.
1: I was to not have been a part of it. I was I was devastated because I loved that we were uh, pushing the envelope and doing something new and different. I, I thought it was back to basics.
0: Timbo on the H five. Um, he's already chimed in, of course. The big doofus himself, Faber is here. He's taken a break from playing clips that he finds funny so loud that Tim and I are also watching them. How are you, big doofus? Ciao, ragazzi. I'm 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 well. I'm
2: happy. All right. All right. Bit of a sore back from,
0: uh, you know, overuse. But uh, apart from that, I'm I'm going really well. I've go. got a bone to pick with you. I saved this. I want Tim's input on this as well. Now, you can defend yourself here, Fab. So over the Christmas break, yep, it came to my attention mm-hmm. that Fabian does something so despicably self-serving that it has to be brought up on the show. So I've been sitting on this for months, right marinating on. in the outrage. Yep. So come Christmas time, Fab, Mm -hmm. who do your boys receive presents from on Christmas morning? Or in the Christmas window? What do you mean? So do they get something from Santa? Of course they do. Do you also give them something in your own name? Yes. You can't even... You're cutting Santa's lunch, is my point here. Your children are... How old are they? Seven and four? Correct. You can't even give Santa
2: his time of the year. Santa Santa gives them a gift,
0: and so does Dad. Is that unusual, Tim?
1: I, I used to get presents from Santa and my parents. Yeah. That when is I grew up,
0: fucking weird. You know what this? You know what we, this
1: wrecks
2: don't off, Sean? We do it at home for In, what it's
0: worth because it's weird.
2: You know what this I wrecks, wrecks off, Sean? Weird, but
0: yeah. it's no. You know what you it wrecks off? You
2: are on? you are a notorious tight ass. But you you no, but are. But you're still
0: getting the same <laughs> amount of presents.
1: You guys you guys do Christmas big.
0: No, but it's not about oh, being I lo- a thing. And I love, it. Tim, yeah. I love hey, it. it's not about being a tight-ass because you're getting the same number of presents. It's just what name do you put on it? It's up? just you're basically saying to the kids, so Santa's got you something tomorrow, but go, oh, I've got you something tonight. If that jolly
2: fat bastard wants any recognition, he's got to do more.
0: Bloody Lift. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> they, they write a letter to Santa. They request what you they You are want. Santa. Sean? We have no listeners that are under the age of eight. Let's hope not.
2: Right? They write a letter to Santa
0: and he gives them what
2: they ask for, and I provide additional gifts. You
0: are Santa.
2: I am not Sean.
0: The fuck is wrong with you?
2: I am not Santa, Sean. (sighs) Santa lives at the North Pole, doesn't he, Timbo? Certainly does. That's right. It's
1: disgusting. Through, through the candy cane forest and over these, <laughs> whatever it was, the fairy floss sea or whatever.
0: You can't with, even with let Mr. What's,
2: what's the one who comes out the water? Hey, buddy, Mr.
0: Narwhal.
2: <laughs> I hope you find your dad.
0: <laughs> you can't even let Santa have his day. I'm over you. That's disgraceful.
2: You're an imposter. <laughs> Great movie, Great Elf. movie. It's the second best Christmas movie of all time, behind
0: Die Hard, Christmas Vacation, Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, okay. Um. You know what I want to actually talk about too while well, I've got Fab in the sights, Timbo? <laughs> just for <there's> something new? <laughs> just for something different, just to mix things up a bit. I want to talk to you about a conversation I had with Fab recently. Yeah? I also clued you in on this, just so you're ready to rock and roll. I shouldn't have. I should have sprung it on you in the, in the, in the moment. So Fab and I were having a chat recently, a couple of weeks ago. Can't even remember what it was about. And I mentioned to him, organically in the conversation that I'd once seen former Neighbours actor Ash Brewer at Chadston. And I said, <laughs> she was genuinely stunning. Like, she was in the flesh. She went, oh, wow. He went, you are. And on Neighbours, she wasn't unattractive, but Neighbours is a bit more earthy and a bit, you know, more natural. I'm with you. And you said, sort of went, oh, she's cute. But in the flesh, I was like, holy shit, she is beautiful. <laughs> she's absolutely stunning. Fab knows he's laughing because he knows what's coming. <laughs> so anyway, Fab thought, I want to get involved in this conversation. And I thought, great, a bit, bit of two-way, that's how a conversation usually works best. And he offered up a similar anecdote, Timbo, that he had once seen somebody in the flesh and was just floored by their beauty. I had served up Ash Brewer. No disrespect to Ash Brewer. I'm actually giving her a pat on the back. He offered up <laughs> Jennifer Hawkins. <laughs> Miss Universe. He once saw Miss Universe in the flesh and was like, wow, she's beautiful. She's quite attractive. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was this thing going around Oh yeah, she's not really that that attractive and what have you She was Miss Universe I understand that But she is better she, Or she was better in the flesh Than she was in photographs and, and I've said this to Sean as well Obviously growing up we all have our <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got to tell the Jennifer Love Hewitt story, yeah. aren't
2: you? Like, oh. we all got our teen crushes and whatever And mine was Jennifer Love Hewitt When I saw her in the flesh Everything before It didn't do her justice
0: She was flawless Absolutely flawless What did you give her? You gave her some Tim Tams? Gave her some Tim Tams You spoke to her mother Pat? I did You left Kelly Kelly was ill And you just left her You said no oh, No. Well, what
2: a It was an inopportune time To get To feel unwell There was security that helped her Find a bathroom So she could vomit I wasn't losing my was spot Was she pregnant?
0: Timbo We're 18 years old
1: Was she pregnant?
0: No <laughs> yeah, Where's this child Fab? <laughs> She, fa- she found a bin somewhere. Where's this now 23 year old child, Fabian? <laughs> so, anyway, that was one of my favourite Fabian moments no, from but the break. You missed the point. No, I think no, you I missed think the point. You might have missed the <laughs> point.
2: <laughs> Anywho,
0: I, I remember I was, I was riding around. I remember thinking, this will be great. What will they serve up here? This could be really good. And it was classic, <coughs> Fabian, because it was, yeah, it was just not quite in the right Wheelhouse, cuz she she's, didn't she's quite not she's under, not
1: understand the art of understatement.
2: Yeah. Jen Hawkins, Jen Hawkins isn't really my type. But she's Miss Universe fam. I know.
0: But you she's d- not a gargoyle. She's Miss Universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got however many endorsements, got endorsements coming out the wazoo. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, you know what? This is going to Tim. You know who's actually quite good looking? <laughs> Miss Universe. <laughs> that woman you see on bus stops and big billboards everywhere.
1: She's representing everybody in the Milky Way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... At, when we go to war... <laughs> she is front and centre. With the cosmos. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, <laughs> she's you're
2: going to present her to poop? Uh, <laughs>
0: might be one of her one of her types, maybe. Um, do you want to do a... Uh, what, what was the segment called, uh, Fab? Uh, deal breakers? Do you want to do one of those? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Deal breaker. Okay, so... I've got, I've got two here. Um, I'm just trying to find the right one. This was sent to us by a listener. Oh, how good. Where is it? I'll I'll find the right one. One of them was one of mine, Lenjet. Here it is. So Lenjet, good stuff for uh, sending us this one. Classic, of course, from themirror.co.uk. That's where all the good stuff is, on the British tabs. So, here it is. Woman snags Burberry and Apple items from City Bins. YouTube star Ella Rose shared her recent haul with her followers on social media and has been praised for her actions as every item she takes doesn't end up in a landfill so you're dating this person they're fantastic you think they're out great they turn up with all this cool new swag and when you're like where'd you get that from they tell you i found it in a bin a big bin that i jumped in and i scour through so we're talking rubbish bin or are we talking charity
2: I'm assuming rubbish bin. I
0: assume it's a rubbish bin. But yeah. at the same time, who's throwing out... I, to be honest with you... She That's why be, I think it might be a charity She could be taking the piss here and actually buying these items. I
2: was going to say, who who's throwing away Burberry and Apple products, working Apple products?
0: She also got a box full of watches here. If, if you're
1: going to the charity bin in Pachetamapa,
0: Mate, if she's stealing stuff out of the Selvos bin, that's different she, gravy. Yeah. No, this, and
1: this is what I'm saying. But if you've got a bin in, I don't know, South Yarra, Paran, Malvern East, whatever,
2: mm. pretty sure she's in London, but. Yep.
1: As by way of example. Yep. And having people that listen to us relate, mm-hmm. with the exception of Ash Gallagher, who'd know exactly what mm, you are talking he's about. He's actually <laughs> the one we should talk to about, <laughs> this. <laughs> um,. <laughs> You could have some very (laughs) upmarket areas where what's being chucked out is very, very useful to some people.
2: Okay.
0: It's a little bit like George Costanza and Claire from The Bin. Is it technically? It is in The Bin, but it's not... Is it... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, for me, it's probably a don't tell anyone you're doing this. Give it a good wash. But She's going on YouTube and ragging about it, and I think she's got quite a few followers. I
2: think... It has to be out of the charity bin, and if so, it's a, yeah, nah.
1: Well, you're repurposing, so tick. That's, that's just poor oh. form. But, but if you're it's taking money a- from the organisation that's going to sell it to make money and give give yeah. it to charity. no
2: nah. deal breaker.
1: Oh,
0: be better. That, <laughs> that's all I <I'd> ask for. <laughs> that surprises me. The second deal breaker. I don't
2: like, I, I'm not even a, like, I don't even eBay stuff, or, like. Sometimes but, you have to. Both ways. I don't sell or buy. Mm. Just buy it you.
0: Well, you're not buying a pair of underpants <laughs> off eBay, are you? Generally, you're buying some no, But in of... many
2: times, I just get rid of things. People go, oh, you could have sold that on eBay. But no, nah, just give it to...
0: No, I get that. Like, just put it out in front of the house or... just give or it to St. Vincent's. Or whatever. Like, no, I understand that. But, like, no one's... There are certain things that eBay is very useful for.
1: Brand new with tags. That's all I want to know. If anyone's buying me you're buying stuff swim, from You're eBay, just buying swimwear, Timbo. I want brand new with tags.
0: Uh, the second uh, the second deal breaker here also comes from The Mirror. This is probably my favourite of the week here. The headline reads, Sex with my husband dressed as the Green Goblin is making me feel blue. So this is an agony art uh, piece, yeah? So, these, so
1: he's dressed as Green Goblin or yeah, she's dressed as Green He's dressed Goblin.
0: as Green Goblin. Yep. So my husband and I recently decided we needed to spice things up by adding a new dimension.
2: Willem Dafoe's Green
0: Goblin? Uh, n- no, it's, it's not a movie-accurate Green Goblin. It's okay. more a comics Green Goblin. Yep. So more Goblin-y, to be honest. Um, <laughs> we both have a huge passion for the <laughs> comic book universe. <laughs> yes. uh, in fact, when I first met my husband, he was dressed as the Green Goblin. Well, there you go. At, at a national convention.
2: Wasn't the gob in the, in the bedroom he, that he or she was after? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he came up with the suggestion that we should dress up as our favorite characters and incorporate it. That's a hard no for me. Really hard no.
2: You're not into the old cosplay and Absolutely all that not. stuff. Absolutely
0: not. Not that cosplay. It's the man's dressed as a goblin, Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What's, what?
2: What was? What was? Well, Turtle was supposed to do but then drama. Yeah, he was, was a furry. Furry. Yeah.
0: That's it's a no from me. It's a hard <laughs> no for <from> me. <laughs> It depends what they're dressing up as. Well, this
1: is the thing. Like, you can't... Um, if, she, if,
2: if I have to pull yeah. out the, the green paint and yeah. dress as the Hulk and stuff, nah, that's that's too much. Yeah, that's that's what's
0: happening here. That's I, the, I dress as Fabian. That's the spectrum. You're, you're Superman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you can't
1: dictate taste. I think that's that's one of the No, it's not even that. So. You can't
0: dictate fetish.
1: Well, fetish, yeah, exactly right. I mean, whatever floats your boat,
0: right? It's no for me.
2: I know Pete's listening to this and would say in his Because he says... <laughs> He would say, "Dictate good." <laughs> it's, it's an in joke. I know he says it. As soon as he heard you say it, he'd be in his car. And he'd say it out loud.
0: Would he then <laughs> celebrate like Molinus?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love when we play basketball. He does the Jonathan Brown one figure yes. up. <laughs> yes. When he makes his one out of thirty, like long, he's not very good from the long distance.
0: But uh, just quietly, neither are you. Here we go. I don't want to go into it. He's not Steph Curry. He's not Clay Thompson? He's not Clay no, he's no. he's Shaquille O'Neal from the free throw line.
2: I am a combination of Ray Allen and Reggie Miller.
0: Wow, yeah. If both were blind and had never played <laughs> basketball, um, all right, boys. Uh, well, did, are you are you saying a deal breaker? Are you saying a no on the? Yeah, no. Nah, look, look, look. There's certain. He's not dress, The guy's not dressing up as Indiana Jones, mate. He's dressing up as the Green Goblin.
2: Specifically, the Green Goblin. No, deal
1: breaker. But if you've if you've been dressed as the Green Goblin when you first met, clearly there's a reason why you were. It's his go-to. Give the man. A break. I don't
0: think he was dressed as the Green Goblin scouring the convention floor. You for never know. For some love.
1: Yeah, but obviously she took a shine to him and it's sort of like he set. What about if you were she asked accepted... to dress as
2: Captain Carlton?
1: <laughs> I just couldn't quite do as many flips. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she. I, I think she's accepted where the bar was set on day one.
0: No, no, no. To but then say not re- accepting no.
1: it later on.
2: Am I getting this totally wrong? She's requested the... the... No, he has. It's no, his no, idea. He has. He, has. He, he has to do it as the Green Goblin for himself.
1: For both of them. He has requested her to
0: accept him yeah. as He's a weirdo. Green Move on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we never said he wasn't a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just have to have boundaries and you know what you have to do? You have to be firm, so to speak. You have to say no. I don't love you any less, but I just that's my boundary. The answer to that is no. Um, all right. That was wonderful stuff. <laughs> we're going to talk now about the Blues, that's what we're here to do. Beautiful. Um, we want to talk now about three things that caught our eye from the preseason. Uh, we will be going over some different things and um, putting together our consensus, Best 22, to close things out. Uh, three things to catch our eye. Does anyone want to lead us off? Oh, I'll do it then. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
2: A good host would have said, Timbo?
0: No, well, I just thought I'd give... You don't give both of you an opportunity to chime in, and you were both um, not up to it, clearly. I'm, I'm
2: all over it. Anyway, I'm, re- I'm ready to go.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to go anyway. <laughs> so the thing that caught my eye was our midfield mix. I would imagine that two, of, well, one of you would surely have a variation of that listed. Yes. No. Like a you know family feud style, you're near enough, yep. we'll give you the answer. Um, you, didn't, you didn't have it, did no, you? No, I didn't have that specifically. That's, that's weird, because that's probably the biggest... Takeaway away, anyway. Um, you know what I've loved? You're going to like this, Fabian. You know what I'm going to call, if they can get their shit together and actually perform dangerously? You know what I'm going to call our core four midfielders? The Immaculate Collection. Madonna. One of the greatest titles of a greatest hits album of all time.
2: One of the greatest, greatest hits of all time, too.
0: I'm not even talking about that. Just as a title for the greatest hits. You to. Have, you can't just have the best of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't really nah, worked hard nah, on that and one, it. And that's got a few different meanings. It's very clever. Anyway, you got... Patrick Cripps, who is, if not the one of the best clearance-winning players in the competition, and and his pre-season form was really good. He looked back to his best. You've got Sam Walsh, who is just phenomenal. He's great at everything. You've got George Hewitt, who's a brilliant two-way runner, um, defends well, always on the move. And you've got Adam Chera, who's similarly always on the move, Um, brilliant worker, brilliant user of the football. As a core four, that is Magnificent, and says nothing of the guys that can potentially will go in and give them Mm. a bit of a chop out.
2: I was super impressed by, especially in the flesh at the first practice match against Saint Kilda. That I actually asked Sean a couple of times: Is Adam Chira a left footer? Yeah, because there was a couple of deliveries inside fifty that he that he delivered that were like outstanding. They weren't, you know, you can have a decent opposite foot, but this was like.
1: Hold on. The goal that he kicked on the run, just on or inside fifty.
0: Just off a couple steps. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Left foot. It was the long, long searching handball from Charlie Kurnow that I don't know if there was somebody that intercepted in between and gave the next one, but it ended Mm. up him with him on his left, and it was clinical. And it's like, haven't had that for a while. I just think as a core. That's his non-dominant. Yeah.
0: uh, As a core four of names, I think they tick every box. You need them to collectively. Yep. Whilst individually... It's that like that ice hockey thing too. We have the different lines and they, they mix and match. But your number one line needs to be pretty damn special. And I think that we've got to the point now. And look, it, it hurts me to say this because I've been a big, big fan of Samo for some time and uh, we don't need to go into the, was he screwed around? Was his development botched? All that kind of different stuff. But I'm happy to admit that Chera is a massive upgrade.
1: And, and look, we didn't get... Anywhere near as much back from Samo as what we gave to get Chera, but when you're talking about just balancing the books, body in body out, a it's, massive upgrade. It's a massive yep. upgrade.
0: Yep. You know Samo's best. We only saw it a couple of times, which was frustrating, and, and there are all sorts of different reasons for that. Yep. Um, some on him, some on the club, some on the coaching. But when Chera's come in, we've had two looks at him, and he's been. Class and
1: heartbreaking that Samo has gone to West Coast. You actually want to see him for him turn it around.
0: Absolutely,
2: and, oh, I want him to and, dominate. Yeah. yeah, And he's
1: had a little bit of bad luck and can't still quite get the body right. And he just seemed to be a, the king of a preseason injury. You know, he could be flying and training and all that sort of stuff, and the next thing you know, it's a calf, it's a quad. You know, it just it it kept being held back. So yeah. and and Touchwood. Matt Kennedy seemed to be the guy that could get an injury just in the um, the shadows of round one. Now coming off 37 possessions, kicking two, probably should have kicked more because he shanked the one straight in front of goal and the one where he had the shot from the boundary line in the last quarter, peak Matt Kennedy can kick that goal too. So. He's the
0: guy that, and we'll go into him a bit later because he's in that second and third line, obviously coming in and chopping out. He's the guy a couple of years ago where Jack Russell stripped weight off Cripps, which was the wrong reign. Yes, Kennedy's the guy that needed to trim up. Correct. And you kind of go and you just you got that one. Not wrong as such, but it just was frustrating that it seemingly took so long. Um, really encouragingly fab for us, given the acquisition of George Hewitt, um, he replaces Ed Curnow. And probably immediately. Yes. Y- y- yes. There's still a place for Ed Kerno
2: Well, I think we, we can discuss that.
0: We will go into more detail. In, in, in the, the 22, 22. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's exactly what we needed him to come in and do, is it not? We needed him to him to come in and immediately put pressure on not Ed Kerno personally, yep. but to squeeze those guys out. Yeah,
2: and it's it, it's got to be more than him though. There's going to be, and I think when we put together our 22, we all found this that there is some genuine pressure. Yes, you know, you need that. You need to feel that you have to maintain your position in the seniors.
0: Well, this is my next point, but I'll I'll hold it if you want to have a. An- put forward one of yours, Timber? Uh,
1: when I went to watch us play both um, the St Kilda game and the Melbourne game, mm. all I wanted to see, it was it was clearly identified and it's always been talked about that Carlton don't run in two directions. We don't put enough pressure on when we don't have the football. Yep. Uh, I was at the Melbourne game with David Finney and I said to him once or twice, when the ball was inside 50 and the, say a boundary throw in or a ball up, we were defending so well and not letting the ball get out, and you thought you thought I haven't seen this. Mm. I-, I don't remember the last time that that was a Carlton thing.
2: And it's more than just because I've, I've rewatched St Kilda game. We were live. I, I think you, you take bits and pieces from it, but you don't really look into it too much. Whereas the Melbourne game is a bit more of it. Not a it's not a finished article by any you know stretch of the imagination, but it's it's a bit more. There's been solid a distinct
1: evidence. change. And, 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 there and is. it's more
2: than just the helter-skelter effort. Because I don't think that was ever lacking. No. But the system to try and lock that in, it's, it, it's, it's a vast improvement.
0: Well, that's look, that was using the Family Feud model, very similar to one of the points I had was shape, standards and structure. Yep. And I kept going back to this. I think I tweeted it out. And it's a bit of fun, but it's old mate um, Gene Rayshack from Starship Troopers. I only have one rule everyone fights no one quits it's so don't simple do your job I'll shoot you <laughs> it's, it's, maybe don't shoot anyone bossy. but the, the gag in that film this overly militaristic thing but the, it's very simple going when you go out as a team of 18 a team of 22 23 including the sub going everyone tries yep and not only that because mm. everyone fights everyone stick whatever the structure is we haven't just made it up on the day I've been working for months and there are standards there are like Hallelujah, we've got a man at the base of a stoppage. The,
1: the comment that I wrote, Sean, was the opposition will know they've
0: played a contest. Hallelujah, we're defending the mm-hmm. corridor team. Correct, correct. And if you want to go into the corridor, going it's, it's fight night. Yep.
2: I think it's more you than know, just a corridor too. I think any open lane, I think we're, we have the wherewithal now to close options. Yeah, we're still going to get picked apart at times. There's an opposition. Yeah. It's trying to score and, and modern football will always want to move a ball fast mm.
1: that's that's just the nature of the game no one chooses to go slow you, you, you may there may be certain times in the game when it makes more sense to go slow yep but if you have an option presented in front of you of I can either go quick or I can go slow no team yep. no, no no forward. Once their team going, yeah, I'd rather us go just a little bit slower. At but the
0: more than that too. Once the ball gets inside fifty, yes, there are obviously whether it be Owies, whether it be Durden, whether it be our fifty, Jack, yeah, Jack yeah. Sylvana, yep. Jack Martin, etc. When the ball hits the deck. You going, you're going to have to fight tooth and nail to get it out. Yeah, but it's deep. It's deep. Oh my God! How many times did we speak last year about giving Harry or whoever it is really shallow? You're kicking from fifty. Yeah. We might get you to four If he
2: doesn't mark it, at least the guys can go to work...
0: You can lock it in. In a, dangerous, it, ...in a dangerous area. You can force it out of play. There's just so many things, so many basics, so many fundamentals that we were not but doing.
2: But what, what causes that? Do, is it just, lads, we need to standards. run five extra metres... No, ...before we deliver the ball? It's,
0: it's literally... It's, it's, I've been exposed to it in the past, when a coach will flat out play a clip of something that needs to be happening, not happening, and they're telling the group, if you don't do this, you don't play. And be oh, the yeah, first one. Absolutely, be, I agree with you. Be the first one. It is. It's Be the first one to not do it, yep. and you'll be the first one out. And then but all of a sudden, everyone else goes, oh, we've got to do it. We've got to. Like, there was a great bit of footage of Adam Chera, Hewitt, and there was another guy I can't remember. But they were shuffling across, Fab, you mentioned the lanes, and they were just shuffling across the 30 metres from the, the Melbourne ball carrier. They were just shuffling across in unison as a line just to clog up the space. And you, you just g- not Yeah, you, you're basically
2: oh. given the kicker. You can, if you're Darren Jarman, go inside, right? And occasionally they're going to be good enough to to hit it and, and okay, it gets through. But you're effectively telling them the risk free or the the less risk is here down the line. And we know that too. So being able to set up and be a bit more predictable,
0: you've got to tease it. You gotta yeah. say the kick's there. You gotta dare you, you're them
1: good enough. You gotta dare them to take the risk, but you've got to be prepared to punish. And
2: to punish them and therefore well. it allows us to play a bit of a zone yep. down back. Which is gonna help this crew because the only reason we survived semi survived last year was because Weedering and Jones can be shoulder defenders.
0: Yep. You Not everyone yeah, you, can. You don't want them to be. No,
2: you don't want them to be. Just well, thank God they were. Yeah. And the that was the to comment
1: talk. I made on Twitter this week where they were talking about Alir Alah, you know who hadn't made the All Australian team and how you know we've forever been saying that Jacob Weing is a glaring omission. Aliah made it this year or this year just gone, purely because he worked within a system that supported Aliya, and it allowed him to yes. play that way, that way, and they finished top two on the ladder at the end of the season and had a great year and, yes. and, and the experts want to say, say what worked, and you're going clearly. Alis's role worked really well for them but it was easy. It,
2: like, but this it, is my quick.
1: It's not easy when you're Jacob Weedering and you got you're, and you're in strife all the time and you're still delivering and you're going he is clearly a better player than this is because of that. I've Always wanted to a a,
2: ask you cuz you'd be you know your po- your your power Timbo's, Timbo's power. power. Who are their key defenders at Port Adelaide?
1: Jonas? Yeah, Jonas. Um Nick Jonas? <laughs> Joe Jonas? Tommy Jonas? Um, and then they, they they've used Trent McKenzie as an mm-hmm. undersized They, shouldn't, they, key they
0: shouldn't be allowed to get away with that. Well, this is at AFL level.
1: Well, a couple of times he came yeah. up against Tom Hawkins and it didn't quite work as well. And then when they added Jeremy Cameron into the mix as well, it was like, but, holy but shit! But they get what their system,
0: and all this guy like Brad Shepard used to do it a bit at the Eagles. We just needed to make a contest, mate. We'll try mm. to get you some help.
2: Yep. My, my point being, beyond Jonas and Aaliyah, are key defenders. They're not. They're, they don't have an abundance of them.
1: There was a bloke that they got from GWS that played there for a while, but he might have ended up at like a Gold Coast. But his name escapes me. Uh, who I didn't mind as a footballer. He, as I said, sorry, doesn't make for good <laughs> podcast. When going, there's a bloke. There's a bloke. Um, <laughs> I, I think he plays. At Gold Homs, Coast. Jack Homsch is the bloke I'm thinking about. He's no longer on the list. My but por- my I point is liked his role.
2: This. So you got Jonas as a key position defender, and Alier is effectively without an opponent. The way a lot he all the time, yes. Right. So I know losing Jones isn't ideal, but it all comes back to this system. If we can get the system right, the fact that we've got Oscar McDonald Mitch McGovern's gonna say Jeremy McGovern, Mitch McGovern, Jacob Weedering, there's a mix in there that we can get to work. Yeah.
1: But and the, perform. But the good thing is Weedering will still play the structured role. It'll probably still be the one-on-one defender, mm-hmm. it, we're, we're going to be releasing Mitch McGovern to be the third man up, the intercept marker, yep. the guy that then can run and create and dare. And Does take that the take on too
2: team. much away from Jacob? And as Sean said in the previous pod, good teams will try and take Weeders out of the contest.
1: Absolutely. I still remember when we played Geelong and we said Weedering destroyed Tom Hawkins, and he did. Yep. But that didn't matter for Geelong because Weedering was taken care of. And, and in the end, Chris Scott would have gone, all power to you, mate. You, 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 you made Tom not dangerous, but everybody else still was yep. because nobody else was able to do enough on the day. So,
2: In my eyes, I think it's, it's an automatic trigger that if they send someone deep, Oscar has to get him.
0: I think so. I think it's the other way around. I think if they want to take Weedering out of the 50, there has to be a handover.
1: Well, I think that's what
0: Fab's saying. No, he's saying he you're going the other deep. way. If he takes him deep. I don't mind weedering defending deep, but if they if they want to drag weedering out of D50, it has to be a handover.
2: Yeah, up the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon there's a zone, though, between around half. I, I've got him as a centre-half back.
0: Me too. And as silly as it sounds, you could hand over if TDK or Pito or whoever is on the ground and is the guy up the line, just mm-hmm. going, look, you're the body on the big Tom Lynch. You're the body on the big forward for this one. Once again, we don't really care if you have the ball 85 meters out from goal. That's okay, but we want your big intercept marking one-on-one king nowhere near where the next kick is. Yeah, that's right. So, do we have another one? I've got another one. I've um, got one. Yeah, Here you go. Yeah.
2: Well, it's 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 a it's something we, we sorry something I've observed because of its absence. Mm-hmm. It's it's so obvious that Paddy Dow having no role to play in either of the games. In preseason,
0: Yeah, he's in trouble. So. It shows that we're
1: actually in half-decent stead because. I get that. Philosophically.
2: Nunes is still getting, a, a, you know, minutes yeah, but in either of the Dau- games. Dow
0: and Nunes aren't.
2: Ed Kern's getting minutes. People are getting minutes. He's getting Curnow nothing.
0: No, Kerno didn't. He didn't play the first one. But no, we didn't. The point with Nunes is Nunes and Dow aren't alike for like.
2: No, I, I get that. But you would think, did he get something?
0: No, well, that's an issue. I think that I've actually got a note down here later on because I didn't. Without wanting to give too much away, I didn't have him in the best 22. Because at the moment, you can't put him in because he's obviously not done enough in pre-season. And then in the twos, he's formed, he's done some okay things. I think their concern is um, his running. I think their concern is he, he can't run at an AFL level.
1: He has power. But as you say, does he...
2: Bursting away from a pack, but yeah. endurance is probably more the...
1: And look, Jack Russell will know that better than any of us. And so they'll, he'll have a program, he'll have a set of targets and goals. He'll know what he's doing, what he's not doing. Mm. He'll know where... Because realistically, if, 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 we're, if we're tracking towards a situation where Paddy Dow isn't at Carlton next year, it won't be for lack of having a plan to keep him there and make him effective but he'll know what he needs to do. And it, and he may right now, just because of acquisition in the last couple of years, been squeezed out of the role that he would play the best, that we have somebody else to perform that for us in the now. Mm-hmm. But you would just hope that that's has been communicated well enough to Paddy yeah. to say, because even if he ends up twenty a victim of our successes, that we can trade him and get something of value for him and he can continue on his football career elsewhere. So long as we derive a benefit, I don't hate it but you can't give up on him because we tried that with Lockie O'Brien and I think there's still a footballer there and we've talked about that for a while and that was one of the three things I liked in the pre-season too, Sean. So,
0: I think that the issue, and we spoke about it last year, was um, Soss leaves, Nick Austin comes in, there's a difference in philosophy, clearly man to man, and I, I still think that there's a bit of an attitude that Soss got those 16, 17 drafts wrong and the idea is that we're... The reason we haven't kicked on is because of that, and we're now needing to fix that as such. When you think about it, Chera was the pick. Clearly, he was two picks after Dow. Yep. Um, so you're kind of going, we lose Samo, who we invested that pick five in. We lose our pick, whatever it was this year. We get Chera in. I, I just think that there's a bit of an undercurrent of that as well, of a recognition that I think Austin's attitude is that we got those drafts wrong. We now need to make amends for them. Um, yeah, look, I think, but, Paddy's, but, but in, I think say, Paddy's in strife.
1: Yeah, but you, the other thing you do have to realise is once it's done, it's done. And, and, and we, can, yeah, absolutely. we can retrospectively draft the eyeballs out of every single year however we want, but at the end of the day right now, the guy who wears number two for Carlton is Paddy Dow. And as a development team and as a fitness team and a coaching group, our remit is to make him the best version of himself <laughs> as an athlete and a person as possible. And if he has a ceiling that's not going to see him get much better at Carlton, well, that is unfortunate. I but, think, but I, I think that's
2: issue? the case. Because going back to what you were saying, yeah, he might not be in the twenty two. That's fine, but we're not getting a look at him at all. Yeah, and he's, if you're oh, not getting a look at, at all,
0: he's playing in the twos.
1: Look, and he look, and if he is
2: preseason, people get gifted games.
1: Yeah, but he better get thirty and
0: kick two. Every that's week. the
2: difference. You look at Doc. Doc goes plays reserves. gets what 36 38 whatever it was okay
0: this this actually kind of flows into my other my last point you know what we've noticed in pre-season so i've just got the heading here reserves now fab and i had this chat and i was almost going to have it on our last pod but i wanted timbo to be here to make it because we love you yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what i wouldn't say Um, i love you so the point with the reserves here and it flows on from the paddy dow conversation seamlessly is our reserves are they structured to win what is the function of the Carlton Reserve Program? What is its purpose? Because I'm sitting here and I'm telling you right now, as a program, it's not to win premierships.
1: I think, as you say, if you assemble enough talent, which they haven't, that you can make finals and contend, which they won't. I'm talking about the reserve no,
2: no, program. Are you talking about but the it, supplementary talent? Isn't good enough, Sean?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I just, at the end of the day, and and I'm a firm believer of this, and I reckon you come from the same philosophy as well Sean however you play and what your game style is at reserves level VFL level it has to be a mirror image of the way you play at senior it, level
0: absolutely it's not just the way you play football it's your mentality it's right. what you're there to do so I'll use the example of if you're
1: light on for talent it means you're not going to get a lot of success but if you're still playing the same way and old mate goes down you've got a guy that comes in he knows you know, what it, what, is?
0: You know what it is more than that so, uh, using the Box Hill experience that I have, is that Hawthorne kids will come into Box Hill's program this year. I wouldn't expect to see Josh Ward a hell of a lot, but we might see a Connor McDonald or you know those guys that they took in last year's draft. And they are hit between the eyes with a great development program, don't get me wrong, and the program's mirror, the senior team. But they are hit with a mentality that we're here to win. We're here to win this game. We're here to finish in the top four. We're here to, we're here to compete for the Premiership. Yep. Carlton Reserves is not there to f- compete for the Premiership.
1: But is that because they haven't bettered down assist? Because we've obviously had the juggle between Northern Blues... I think the problem Northern is Blues the Blues recruiting
0: and... stuff has been not great yep. in the sense that they've got some okay players down there. But when our kids go back to play for the reserves, they are not walking into... Basically, they're expected to be the best player on the field.
2: But is it hard to recruit?
0: No. Not if you offer them a program. No, no, if, if I'm saying if, is, it hard to, is
2: it hard to recruit for a philosophy or, or a game plan that, that we don't know what it was yet, given that Michael Voss comes in?
0: Well, it should be easier this year than last year. Well, I think, I think that's exactly
1: the point, Sean. I think at the end of this season, if the philosophy of the way Carlton and Carlton's reserves are going about football is so obvious and so clear and so structured and certain, than anybody that's thinking about potentially
2: going okay, there. Who's the there. reserves
0: coach, sorry? 100%. I'll, give, I'll give, you an, give you an example, Timbo. You've actually just triggered something with me. I'll give you an example. So, Sean's triggered. What you have to do, you, you speak about pathway, you speak about being a place that fringe AFL players want to go to and they're who make your reserves team better. Yep. We did not pick anyone from our reserves last year. We picked Jordan Boyd from the Bulldogs. That's a good point. And That's disgusting. Well,
1: it is and it isn't, because at the end of the day, if you're working on your it's list... It's a hard word.
0: It's a hard word to use, but yeah. I, I mean it honestly. I'll give you two examples. Fab we've spoken about it. Carlton Reserves' two best players last year were Crocker and Parsons. Yep. Comfortably. Comfortably. No matter what you think of them medium to long term, if you want that reserves program to be better, use the one list spot you have to then go to recruits and say, we've got a pathway from this team to our senior AFL list, See. James Parsons, see Ben Crocker.
2: You could you could do worse. We don't do that. Then elevating Ben Crocker onto the AFL list.
1: Well, can I? Can I? Or Parsons? Can I be the? Um, I think objector. Ben Crocker was the standout. Look, I, I think he was a standout as far as what his output was. But did we not bring Alex Murkov into the Carlton program? They hit him.
0: It was uh, to me that's a little bit different because they saw they had something very very raw and they squirreled him away. Yeah. Okay. They basically mothballed him. They went we want to be in a position which is clever. But,
1: but at least he was a guy that came into the fold that we've yeah, seen you yeah. have sufficient elite yeah. talent to be but able it's to not, make it later but th- on.
0: But that's as well a different thing altogether than There's, you're gonna do a preseason and you're yeah. gonna bust your balls, I you're gonna bust that. a nut for 15 weeks. Well, I just can't help it. It's a slip. It just... You're going to bust your nuts for 15 weeks and then you're going to go, here you go, here's your reward. Outstanding effort. Yeah. Here's a spot on the list. And they just don't... We don't do it. And I just... My concern, and I hope it changes and we're going to see very quickly if and how it has because... I reckon
2: you can't judge based on last year. No.
0: Hopefully. No, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ju- I'm yeah. judging it on the last no, no, four years. Yeah. And,
1: and also... Don't Even s- when we were with the Bull Ants. Just remember, and and we had undertaken a full review of our football department. That don't, be, don't be surprised if yeah. that wasn't one of the major recommendations of you don't have anywhere near enough you know, sufficient talent at your VFL level and you have to be able to develop this and as, as a said, pathway.
0: I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but the experience I have at Box Hill is really enlightening in this way because they look at it and go, even this year from the perspective of Hawthorne being in a rebuilding phase, looking to bring more youth in and regenerate, Like Box Hill's attitude is we need to support their development, the, re- the way we do that is by getting experienced bodies, quality players at the level, to make sure that when they come back and play, they're not expected. I saw a game, Boxfield play Carlton last year, and like Liam Stocker was Carlton's most senior midfielder. Yeah, that's horrible. And he was playing in the midfield, and you're just going, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But. And this is a guy we're trying to train to play in the midfield. There was no cover for him. There was no one to take the burden no, off him. No, he was helping him. It was, yeah. And you just go, that's not good enough. Yeah. For for those, <laughs> that doesn't. Sorry, Fab. That just doesn't um, fast track your kid's development. You've got, to, you've got a key position back, for instance, who you might have drafted in the third round. Yep. Silly as it sounds, there's some big blokes rocking around at VFL level. You don't necessarily want him playing on the number one forward straight away. No. But no, if absolutely. we did that, he'd have to. Yeah, that's right. And he just gets caught up because of it.
1: And, and I think, in fairness, Box Hill have been the poster boys. As I was going to say,
2: you're seeing the almost the prime example.
1: You are, because the only team that's better at what Hawthorne does is Port Melbourne. But Port Melbourne is a standalone mm. side. Really, yeah. well, have been good as well for a while. Yeah, they regard. have to. They have to. But at the end, you, you are complementing an AFL team. And the way that Box Hill has done it and embraced it and structured it and supported it has been exemplary.
0: Well, again, look, we played a game a couple of years ago now. Um, Josh Fraser was the coach. It might have been the last home and away game for the year, and Boxer had a pretty comfortable win. And in the little post-match kind of social clubby thing, Josh Fraser had a you know had a few words as not happens every week, but every so often, and he he just goes, look, he goes that he goes your alignment. He was he was visibly annoyed, yeah, and he was about the effort of some of the guys and the effort their application, and he just went. I, I hope that that's changed with yep. change of management, yep. and I hope that that's shifting because it needs to shift because I keep saying and I stress it, you can't have the Northern Bull Ants game last year that we lost is a prime example. you got a couple of AFL guys going back and being ex- expected to be match winners on their own. Yeah. And then when they're not, oh, he was shit. But that doesn't happen at any level. Like no, you, no, but that's t- that, t- two 100%. Two players can't
1: make the difference. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: I can ask this about Box Hill, because obviously you've got an intimate understanding. Do the players that are Box Hill listed, or only Box Hill players, whatever you want to call them, do they feel a part of the Hawthorne family? Yeah,
0: or, or, well, a lot of them train with Hawthorne, especially And I summer. Oh, oh,
2: and that's the good... you need that. And I'm not saying Carlton don't have it or they're not working on it, but that's what you need. You need... It's not 40 players on your squad. Yeah, it's 40 that can technically get selected, but we're going to make the 60 feel like...
1: It has to be inclusive. Has to be. Because that, otherwise, you, you're me. not
2: going to bust the gut <laughs> to so help out. So sad.
0: There, there has to be... It is, isn't it? It's a shame. There has to be the carrot. Yeah, that's right. There has to be the carrot that, geez, if I really... Mm. If, I, if I play really well here, the opportunity for me, a lot of these guys, you know, we want to get... I'll give you an example. Like Boxall this year's recruited quite a few guys off AFL. He's got James Parsons, who is arguably Carlton Reserve's best player. Yep. So that's a that's a... Right away, they're able to lure him out. Um, and you've got someone like a Ben Kavara who's come off the Bulldogs list, you yep. could arguably still be on an AFL list. And he's come in and he's just he's just class.
1: Where did Ben Kavara play his under 18s footy?
0: Um, I'm not sure who he played 18s for, but he, he was at Frankston for a bit, yeah, okay. he was team of the year, and then he was at Willie. Um, I, I only asked because I
1: wondered whether he had that Eastern Rangers link that, um. That Box Hill has always tried to push. See, Box better.
0: Hill are actually building really, um, without wanting to make this the frigging uh, hawk talk, short, short talks by a podcast. But doing a lot of work in that space to reach out Eastern to,
2: under eighteen to,
0: to reach out to Gippsland Power to reach out to all sorts of programs, Eastern, and actually develop pathways where those kids who don't get drafted come there. Yeah. But I so said that's just a big watch this space because it's been under par, under resourced, and underperformed for far too long. Um, and that is a litmus test for us, I think, if we want to get better. Do we have any more before we move on to expectations?
2: So we finished with the uh, Peter Jackson VFL uh, roundup? That was good. That was interesting. And a lot of people, I don't think people, a lot of people on the outside can fully appreciate how much on the inside Sean is on that level.
0: No, absolutely. Do you know what and, I mean? And just, look. But I think I- our reserves, winning isn't the priority. No, that's exactly and, right. And that breeds a philosophy where training hard is, being switched on is, everything, mentality, all that stuff mm-hmm. is at an elite level. Yeah. And I, I just don't think for the longest time we've had enough of an emphasis on that in our reserve program. Hopefully that has changed. But we haven't had the list to have that emphasis. And that's where, again, they needed. To, I think they needed to be a bit more strategic and go, you know what, mate? You know what, Timbo? Going, We're actually our fucking senior list. We're probably bottom four. You know what we need to do? We need to go and pick the eyes out of delisted AFL talent Offer them VFL deals. Train on. We've got a spot on the list. Yep. And I'm willing to give on a 46 man list. I'm willing to give one or two of them a spot on the list. Two.
2: Yep. I'm willing to do it because you could you, you go on our website now. You could pick two players out that you could say
0: you've had a you've had a crack. Give Parsons and Crocker a go. You're gone. Yep. No, not gone. And the flow-on effect of that. Give Parsons and Crocker a go. Yep. And the benefit of that is when we're trying to recruit for the Carlton reserves this year. A player goes. Oh, look, they drafted Parsons and Crocker, didn't they? I want to get back hmm. on the list. They're prepared we're not. To we're not. We're, we're not
2: saying Parsons and Crocker are going to unlock a premiership. You know, for the Carlton Football Club. But, However, but the method. Yes.
1: Yeah. the Correct. method may find the kid in two years' time that can make a difference to us. And what it
0: does too is that oh, Jack Carroll plays in the twos, for instance, yep. and you, and Paddy Dow plays in the twos, and he wants to get a bit better and he wants to get more confidence. With James Parsons running around in the midfield and carving you to pieces, you're probably not tagging Jack Carroll. Yeah. You're probably going, fuck, we need a a lockdown. Ken Parsons is a little bit older, he's a little bit bigger, he's strong, et cetera. So do we want to go on to expectations for the year? Do it. Okay, so my expectations, I'm not going to bury the lead here, Fabreganoush. Yep. I think this is almost a contradiction of what we spoke about a couple (laughs) of weeks ago, but we need to play finals. There, oh, yeah. there's variables and there's excuses potentially every team have those depending on how you get with injury and, and whatever and the like but this list and we'll go through our best 22 you look at it and you go this list has to play finals
2: I think this list can play finals I think there's a difference I think we can miss finals no, and have if, a good year mate,
0: if, we miss fi- if we miss finals it'll be really really if disappointing we miss
2: finals by half a game not this year
0: no, no excuses I,
1: I, I like what you're saying I, I I can appreciate what you're saying. Don't like it at all, actually. Um, <laughs> I appreciate what you're saying, but no. The wait's over.
0: No. Nope. We've built and we've waited. We've been patient. <laughs> that was last year. The
2: lid's off. The, that Mind was, you, that was last Sean could year. Sean Twitter five minute mark of the first quarter and
0: <laughs> we're, good. we're done. We're done. <laughs> I called bolts. You did at about the ten minute mark of the first. <laughs> it was quarter. the ten minute mark yeah. of the first. Quarter. I went. I went. He's done. I thought. Geez, I hope he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what, what year? That was 18. Whatever his last year was, and yeah. we turned up, and we, the Tigers just put the fucking screws to us. And he just went where? Where is David Teague?
2: Is it Richmond? Is it Richmond? And bolts is at the Collingwood.
1: Thing. I reckon. I reckon we are. I reckon we are dead set certainties to beat Richmond, with the exception of Teague coaching the opposition, and King has wanted to be coaching us, and he's coaching up. Against us as well, and would have loved to In see. In fairness, though, done.
0: David Teague knows nothing <laughs> about this carbon.
1: Well, that's the hope. That's absolutely the hope that what he knew is nothing like what we're going to dish up. So he's guessing.
0: Yeah. And look, the, 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 the big thing for me, Fab, here is that for us.
1: <coughs> oh, oh, God. Fab's just dying. Sorry.
0: For, for me. It's usually my gig. <laughs> I'm back. Sorry. Do you want to stop manhandling the boom?
2: Well, I had to move the boom so I didn't cough all over the equipment.
0: Just give me, you put your hand up and I'll mute you. And You can cough to your heart's content.
2: I don't want to cough into the microphone regardless of whether I'm being recorded. Yeah, I, but,
0: but once you're muted, you mute can me. move it as much as you want. Which, which one are you? You two? I can hold on to this cough for as long as... There you go, we've <laughs> muted him. Now he's coughing. You can probably hear but it, it faintly. But still get it up. <laughs> Pick it up in yours and no, mine. No, you can hear it faintly, I don't but think, it's... I don't think he may <laughs> not. <laughs> we haven't unmuted
2: you. Um, I don't think you get how microphones work, Sean. You can still hear me through your ones.
0: Yeah, but it's what not so said. loud. It's not as loud as that, like <laughs> when you're doing it normally. So you're not you're one you're of doing those under-lip cricket <laughs> ones. See, when I move the boom mic, just very gently, yeah? Just very gently there like that. See, very gently. bit of finesse. You can hear it very subtly, but I'm not doing this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Would you like fries with that? What is wrong with the Hungry Jacks? Like my, like.
0: <laughs> That's this one. You go, yeah. Just have a like a whopper meal. Go, you get it back. Going. <laughs> go, what is happening? You're coming from a subterranean base. It's Planet <laughs> of the Apes. Um, we digress. <laughs> so, for me, Fab, it's all mental with this group. It's all in the mind.
2: It's, it, it's it's a very big component of it. Is ment- the the mentality. However. There's 18 teams in the competition. It's it's. Look, I've got a six to 12.
0: Mate, if we finish 12.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, look, it's six to 12, and like we like I said, with a quarter of the season to go, we need to be in it, in it. Yep, and not like we were two years ago when we threw it all the way against Adelaide because we probably would have lost to Brisbane and what have you in the end, but. We need to be legitimately in it. Fate has to be in our own hands with a quarter of the season to go.
1: I am a monstrous believer in you play two good games, you play with the style and the strategy that the coach is trying to implement, we get reward for our effort, and everybody as a collective goes, ah, that's how the good teams do it.
0: You know what's so important, Tim? Thursday night, if we can, we need to get ourselves in position. Whatever the nail in the coffin is, the roar of the crowd when someone kicks a goal, and that's that's it. If we can get over the line, whatever that moment is, that's the crest of the wave. It
1: is, and we said it like, t- what was it, two and a half years ago? We played a St Kilda at the MCG, and we pants them, and the crowd roared like it's field.
2: Not- no, that was Adelaide.
1: That was Adelaide.
0: We had a good and, and one against Hawthorne, obviously, where Pickett played well. Yeah, like. I think Liam Jones had a big game against St
1: Kilda as well. No, it was Levi Casbolt in defence, stepped up and took mm. intercept but that, mark after uh, intercept say,
0: mark. Say Adam Chera, the 24-minute mark of the last quarter, he puts us five goals up. The roar of the crowd, it's over, that's it. That gets us to the Bulldogs. Yeah. That with, gets us to who I don't know. The with fuck
1: momentum and to. belief. Gold Coast, I think, is right
0: through. But that, that's so important that they feel this level of... Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like the Tigers had it a couple of years ago and the idea that we're, we're very much the same.
1: The penny is about to drop. We, we have to do the work to make it drop and then when it does, we've got to be able to say we don't ever go back. And, and this is the way and to his credit... And, and sliding doors, I kind of hope that it was a slightly different situation. But Vossi has played everything right to now. And and we're on board, we're listening, we're adopting what he wants. We have a new style, a new strategy, a new ethos. And you've got to keep on doing it. But they've got to get the reward for what they're doing. Yep. So the moment of, it happens, good luck the rest of the competition.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of reward, uh, do we want to go through some expectations around uh, award winners? BNF
1: I am going to say, I reckon our best and fairest winner this year will be Adam Cherrett. And I think George Hewitt will finish top three. I think
0: George Hewitt, I've got the note here that George Hewitt will place. He is the quintessential... Does his role. He does
1: his role. You know, what do you need me to do, coach? Timmy's blood. I'm on board. He is Timmy's I, bloods. I, I just Look, from what, what I've he's seen really so far... I he just he's so he's so is it, flexible. It,
2: was it so... Purely a salary cap squeeze for Sydney.
0: Completely. I think Walsh wins it, um, only because I reckon last year they sandbagged him a bit. I think the handicappers came out pretty early in the season. And the fact that he didn't win it by more (laughs) was laughable.
1: The million-dollar question with Sam is when does he first play?
0: They reckon he might be three.
2: There are rumours
1: going around that he might play Thursday. No. I I wouldn't want them to. I would love it if he was so Lazarus fucking superhuman out. that he could, but I just don't know why you'd risk him. Because if he reheard it, he could be out for half a year, and th- we don't want any of that. No. Um, but I think he's the sort of the nature of the kid is if I can be a part of it, I'm going to try and be a part of it. And you're going, buddy, let us shoulder the wheel this couple of weeks or whatever. Get ready for Gold Coast or whoever it is round three.
0: What do we need to get out of Charlie and Harry as a duo? 180 <laughs> <laughs> That would be Extraordinary 45 <laughs> 26 <laughs> No no
1: Honestly uh, Shout
2: out to Kerr Forbes Whenever I think of darts sh- <laughs> He loves it
1: Yeah uh, No I reckon I reckon what With a better midfield Delivering the ball to Harry And he, he missed a few games last year People forget that in his Coleman Medal win, and did he kick fifty nine? Was yeah, his final number? Like that, yeah, I reckon his target needs. Well, his ta- first target needs to be sixty, but I think his target is seventy. His stretch target yeah. seventy five. I, I think he. I think you look at seventy, and I reckon if we can get forty from Charlie, you, you're going to be wrapped. But he. But again. What do we get? What do we get silly. from his it body? It sounds silly. Two a, two a week for him.
2: I've got yeah. I've got Charlie kicking. I've written here thirty eight. So 40, 40 goals. Th- Charlie thirty eight. And I reckon he, <laughs> I reckon he wins our goal kicking. Charlie Curno? I've got Charlie playing at full forward.
0: Charlie Kurnow. If he kicks thirty eight, wins our goal kicking. We are finishing twelve. Yeah,
1: we are twelve.
2: I think there's going to be a greater spread of goals.
0: I
1: don't disagree with this that. Season. But thirty eight can't be our peak. If, unless we've got 12 people kicking in the 30s, 38 ain't cutting the mustard. I want 38 what? from Jack
0: Martin. Yeah.
2: I want 38 minutes <laughs> from Jack Martin.
0: Yeah, I think I think from those, those guys, it's that classic, that money ball thing, which again, people misunderstand, but the, the raw number of how many goals do we need to kick to finish sixth? And you look at whatever the number is. <laughs> Whatever the number is, but you're going, I-, I don't actually care who gets them. No, absolutely. If we need X goals, who kicks them? I don't give a shit. If you all kick the same number of goals, if you kick one goal and he kicks 200 goals. What did Walker kick care. in 2011? 50. 50. 50.
2: Okay. We'll change Charlie's to 50.
0: I'll take 50. Yeah, that'd be. I don't, yeah, I think you'd be closer to. If you get
1: 50 out of Charlie. We've had a good year. You've had, a, f- I reckon you've had Harry's- a stellar year.
2: Let's get to the 22 because I-, I reckon Harry. Goes back to push that up-the-ground, great-hands type player. And Charlie's the guy inside 50 that, God forbid, you're ever one-on-one with him. Because no, you, you will literally... Did, am
0: I trapped in a vortex? Didn't I say this years ago? And you two were like, no, 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 Charlie needs to roam. Yet yeah, that was before Charlie's knee was replaced with a block of cheese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Kernos have a massive engine. You want him covering ground. He may, he may not yet be able to do it but he is such a brilliant, natural athlete. And I don't like talking about it, but... But I'll talk about it. But Harry Mackay, (laughs) they've they've talked about the fact that his foot is sore. And and they have, and they're managing him and all that sort of stuff. If he has any semblance of any sort of a stress reaction, I don't have him on the bike running up to the half-back line and back and all that sort of stuff. I'm keeping him in the cage and limiting his movement wherever and yeah, whenever putting it possible.
0: Putting him in the octagon. Hell in a
2: cell. We'll, uh, we'll answer... <laughs> it's going to come down from the idiot roof. It's just going to be a... It's
0: him and some slug from the opposition. <laughs> uh, okay, the consensus best 22, because I think we can answer some other he or him in the best 22. Yeah. Um, so, Fab, just to lead us off, you got sauce in this year?
2: Don't be silly, Sean. He was in. I've got, I've got my other list here.
0: Look, look. All right. You're forgetting that... Timbo's on my side on this one. We both had sauce in, and you were like, no, Special
2: no. shout-out to Michael Gibbons. Michael Gibbons. <laughs> no, I, do, I do like me some Gibbo.
0: I've spoken to the Italian consulate, and they're revoking your Italian ancestry.
2: He's, my – oh, I thought you were going to say Gibbo's honorary Italian.
0: No, they're taking yours. Nah. They're saying you're the worst Italian ever. <laughs> How dare you? So is he in? We We going to – Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, now I don't want to bury the lead from my own personal thing. I don't have a place for Sam Doherty and Brody Kemp only because I'm actually not sure how or where Voss and his match committee see them fitting in.
2: All right. So how how are we going about? They will
0: this? fit in. I think like I I think Doc whether it's round one or two. I think Doc will be back in the team sooner than people think. Where I have no idea because I don't think it's in defence. Am I whiteboard in this? No. Okay. I don't think it's in defence because with respect to Doc because he obviously had quite a few things going on last year that were absolutely affecting him um and understandably so he was very suspect defensively last year
2: very but it was out of character but it it happened it, was con- it, it happened it, was, it happened enough it was to be concerning to think, yeah
1: but it was also within the four to six weeks before he got diagnosed. It as was, having, but
0: the whole like he, his disposal was off. It was so out of character, and, wow. I'm,
1: and not blaming the fact that he inadvertently or un, you know, you know, un he, he was not aware that mm. he was his Maybe body just, was starting to fight something again. Mm. But you can't help but think. Well, maybe that's the link. It it may have been completely unrelated. And that's why
0: I said, I think he'll be in the team sooner than later. I'll be very interested to see where that is and at whose expense it is. I've
2: got him on the wing. So
0: do I. I don't get it. I don't get him on the wing. But we'll get to that because that's in the midfield. Um, So we'll start with the backs. I have got, and we can work through these. Yep. So we're going to go six, block of six? Yeah, I'm not too interested. I'm I'm not too fussed about positions. A bit super coachy where you're you're mid-five and whatever. (laughs) So my back six, I've got Plough, Weedering, McDonald, Sard, McGovern and Williams.
2: This is best not available round 1.
0: Yep, okay.
1: Well, on on that I have 5 of your 6.
0: Yeah, Marchbank?
1: No, I actually have Nick Newman. In I have Nick Newman who? in the back pocket instead of Plow at the moment.
2: I've got Stocker, Marchbank, McGovern, Williams, Wienering, Sard.
1: Yep. So and I I the way that I look at it is is your Bringing Mitch McGovern in to be a third tall defender. Newman is utility. He can play, like, Newman can play on a wing, um, but he's he's there to be using the ball. I think Sardin Williams are there more for run and dash and mopping up and creativity and all that sort of stuff. I think Newman is the guy who's there just to kick it. And I think. So, so play- who are,
0: sorry, who are our consensus picks? Obviously, Wettering.
1: Well, I think our consensus is Sard and Williams. I think, I think
0: our half-back
2: line, our half-back line have, is...
1: Did you have McDonald? No. No, so you didn't have McDonald.
2: I've got Marchbank Yeah, okay. in lieu of Oscar okay. McDonald. Okay, Now, but I've got a note here. Marchbank will... Um, Oscar will be playing.
1: Yeah. The bloke Obviously I had in sort of, you know, green as a point of difference was Lewis, we all have, Lewis Young. Did we all have McGovern?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've got Stocker and Marchbank. Tim's differences are...
1: Uh, well, from that, Newman and McDonald.
0: So you don't have Plowman?
1: <laughs> no. Who's playing
0: on the Dangerous Small?
1: <laughs> Probably Adam Sard.
0: Do we want Adam Sard playing on the Dangerous Small or do we want Plowman locking him down so Sard and Williams can run off?
2: I think we've got plenty of dash and use with Stocker, Williams and Sard back there. You guys don't have Stock, do you? So, but, no, This, this is
0: the problem that you, I've got Stocker on the bench. So this is the problem that I've got with your selections is, and this is the big one that people will be either – Applauding me or cursing me, listening to this, Plow is still our best small defender.
1: I think that he is, and I think that he, he always still gets the
0: shit job every week.
2: He's he's teetering on yeah, not making my but, 22.
0: Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Who takes the small forward then? Like, legitimately, I don't want Adam Sard dragged to the fucking goal line like they do with him and De Goey. Got and those Caleb guys. Marchbank, mate. Caleb Marchbank, he, he might be fit. You know what else he might be? He might be shit. Yeah. We haven't seen him in so long. I hope he's a star. We haven't seen him in two and a half years.
2: We're going best twenty-two.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't play that small role anyway. I, I think, I I've, think got what, I've got I've got Newman in
2: I've got Newman in for Stocker initially. See Newman.
0: See Plowman's got Newman covered as a defender.
2: And I've got Oscar. Ma- and that. I've got Oscar McDonald in for Marchbank.
0: Yeah, Yes, I've got McDonald as well.
1: It, it'll come back to who are we playing and and what are the right
0: matchups? Because you're absolutely right. There are going to be. Some. Have you got Oscar? I've got Oscar. Well, he's in fullback. So we've got basically we've got Weter and McDonald, Saad, McGovern, and Williams. Yep, we do. So I, I honestly think this is not just me rooting for the sweep on my back six. But you're going, the obvious man there is Plowman, and I think if Plowman is fit, Plowman will play because he's the Mister Fix It that gets the shit job. I well, think I think Newman is best I think, think, just his yeah. best on I, think I think Newman is ahead of him on the ground. No, nah. I've got Newman on the ground. I've got Newman on the ground. You two are idiots. We'll put Newman in, but it's a very, very poor choice when when he gets taken back to the goal square and can't defend. Yep. You make an excellent point.
1: Um, and, and especially when Williams and Saad are questionable whether they are great one-on-one defenders or not, you, you may need... See, that's what
0: I want. I want Plough to take the crap, take yeah. out the garbage, which then lets those two be more you can't all be
1: the one style. I no. agree with that. He's so, got to get so... rid of that
2: fucking mullet. That's horrendous. Just a whole lot of weight at the back of his head. And stop smiling, Plough. For fuck's sake, yeah, stop smiling. Yeah,
1: do not joke with the t- opposition ever.
0: I just thinking, you notice <laughs> Unless we're 17 goals in front. <laughs> Plough's the, the Marmite footballer. He is. And you notice when he's not there because nobody does for us. They're, when he has shockers, they are horrendously bad. But most when of the time. When are you starting
2: your Lockie Ploughman podcast?
0: Most of the time, he's actually not. He's
1: pretty. I don't speaker. mind him. I don't mind him. There, there will be matchups that he is absolutely. Necessary. You know, necessary, no, okay. without any yeah. shadow of a doubt.
0: Well, that's the first tick, you know, cross against you two idiots. Mm. <laughs> so the mids we've got, I have got uh, Lockie O'Brien. Yes. Yep. Everyone else has got O'Brien? Yep. I've got Patrick Cripps.
1: I've chair it in the guts. Oh, yeah. I know. But this is what we're saying? Yep. But you, yes, I have Cripps as a ruck you, rover, so he's uh, in it.
0: Have you got Cripps? Yeah, as a yeah. ruck rover. We've obviously all got Walsh.
2: We've all got Walsh. Yeah, yeah. Think, time, Walsh is roving in my team. So you got
1: Walsh on a wing. Oh, it I don't really care. They're
0: just a mix. Remember one year Fab didn't... I think, was it Crips or someone? We did something. And it was just a genuine slipper that you just, just went, oh my God, I forgot I don't the, have Crips. The, <laughs> the most obvious one. It was, it was very good. Uh, Piddo is our number one ruck at the moment. Agreed. Not happy with that. Chero is in, as we said. And Hewitt. Do you want to stop breathing so heavily? What are you doing over there? Are you having a stroke? I've got...
2: I've got Hewitt coming in off the bench. He's, He's going to be a mix. He's yeah. going to be in the mix. Yeah. but He's I don't. rotating.
0: What is wrong with you? How could you – what the fuck is happening with this? I'll put him on the bench, but that's madness. Well, he will have a matchup.
1: He will have a
2: role.
0: He'll be starting in the H- sense – Who, who are your wingers?
2: Be... Who are your wingers? I'm all I'm, I'm, I'm oh, for Brian this randomly naming six people. O'Brien and Renn.
1: Walsh. I have O'Brien and Doherty.
2: I've got O'Brien and Fisher.
0: Fisher Fisher's okay. half-forward.
2: Um, Okay, my team is on the fucking
0: wing. Is that okay? Hewitt will be in the centre bounce on Thursday night for the start of the game. Well, he will because Walsh isn't playing. And you've got him on the bench? No. Timbo, Timbo, repeat your statement.
1: Walsh won't be there.
0: Oh. I think he'd be in there regardless, like he was in the two practice games. he may be. Um, So where's
1: Chera on a wing?
0: I've just got him in the midfield mix. I don't give a shit.
1: He's going to give away a free kick at the centre bounce because he's got six on the square.
2: Who (laughs) who are the three midfielders with your ruck?
1: Chera
0: it's Chera Walsh and Cripps Chera You're getting bogged down in semantics. I'm just doing a back six, a mid six, a forward six. You're okay. six. Well because no one's like What's not in mind. He's on the bench with right. Timbo's So who who have you who have you two got as the fifth man? Because we've all got O'Brien, Cripps, Walsh, Pitnet and Chera
2: I've got Fisher. I and Doherty. I don't have Pitnet. I have Doherty. I've got Tom DeConning.
0: You're a lunatic.
2: I don't rate Fisher Mark Pitney like, he likes Tom DeConing.
0: have you got Fisher on a half forward flank? I do. Yeah, so Fisher's on a flank. That's fine. So who's our other wingman?
2: Doherty.
0: Yeah, yeah I said, I, I'd I'm, see, I'm already. But, I'd relax with that,
1: but there is a limitation with that, and, and <coughs> we probably want to see more because he
2: It's <coughs> Okay, so, so Doc's not available. Who's your other wingman? wingman?
0: How many games has damn Doherty played on a wing? And Sam Garland?
2: Walsh is not going back to the wing, mate. He's graduated. He ain't going back to the wing.
0: Look, you can push
1: Zach Williams up to a wing. You could potentially put Nick Newman on a wing if you wanted to. I hear you on Zach Fisher. He can play there. Jack Martin can possibly play there. Relax,
0: Timbo. And you're it, you're and, the guys and, that are putting Sam Doherty on a wing who's never played a fucking minute of football for Carlton on a wing. And everyone's he's, like, he's our wing." two he's, seasons there when he came straight he, away the, from Brisbane. He's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a, half he, back. Come on, mate.
2: Stop it, Sean.
0: This is the problem. I think that everyone's getting to bit that Sam Doherty stuff for me is pump the brakes. I would I've got O'Brien in than lieu than of
2: Doc, and we don't know what Doc is
0: yet. I would love nothing more than Sam Docherty to come out and be a latter-day Doug Hawkins out on that wing. But it's like, oh, oh, let's just pump the brakes.
1: Well, Will Setterfield's played most of the preseason on the wing, so there's every chance he plays there on Thursday night. He's not even in my side. He's not even in my side. Well, he's not on my 22 either. I'm just making the point. So,
0: our six, we've got his O'Brien, Cripps, I think Walsh. that spot's open is my point. Pit net. We'll,
2: we'll go with Pitto. I, I totally disagree with I, it. He's actually struggling to stay in my 22, and I'll get to that later. Tom DeConning's
0: barely rucking.
2: Well, he should be rucking more.
1: Well, he came off with the he, – he's had the clot in the shoulder, so he's still marginally recovering. So, I think pit net three to go. The, clot, the Hayley
2: Bieber thing. Sean, what, what, what's caused all the clotting?
0: Well, I mean, we don't want to start an anti vaccine thing. It's it's not ideal that billions of people have just been vaccinated and are now coming down with serious blood clots. It's not it's not ideal, whatever you think of it. <laughs> I, just, all, I just
2: wanted to see Timbo's face. We're alive. all
0: double. You, Tim's probably had twenty vaccinations. I'm triple.
2: I'm triple. So Timbo. Well, I'm double. Triple. You're going so triple. And had it's, COVID.
0: It's not it's not ideal that people are fucking. Have you had COVID yet, sure Oh, probably not. <laughs> Okay, so we've got, our, we've got our midfield six there. You two lunatics have got Doherty out there, which is yep. just bizarre. I don't
2: have to. I've got Fisher. <coughs> Open your fucking ears.
0: Fisher's not a wingman. All right, let's move forward to the forward line. Forwards, I've got Jack Martin. Yes. yes. Yep. Charlie Cooner. Yes. Yes. Yep. We've got Zach Fisher on a flank. Yes. No. Corey Durden. Yes. Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh, Mackay, obviously. Yes. Yes. And Silvani. Correct. Duffman.
2: I've got OIs. Six
1: for six.
0: Where's Silvani?
2: On the bench.
1: Oh, geez. You've done it again. You've done it again.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: I've got Matt Kennedy on half forward flank.
0: Okay. Kennedy's on my bench. Kennedy's on my bench.
2: And I've got Owies in the pocket. Oh, I, got just him think, on the bench. I just think that Owies, Durden, Matt, that pressure was phenomenal.
0: It was. Uh, have you got TDK on the bench? No. You haven't got him in the team?
1: No. Well, I don't. I what don't f- have it at the moment, but I, but that's the balance that you've got to be working with. At the moment, we'll probably have Jack Silvani as a backup Ruckman, but I do. I just think when we go in with Kerno and Mackay, fortunately McGovern's now down back, but the fear always was could you play TDK in the forward line as well? Now, the way that the pre-season has gone is Harry didn't play the first practice match. We had Charlie. Granted, I don't think TDK played against St Kilda either, but... Um, but we've not had all three play in the one game. So you've been able to see TDK forward, but can we... You,
2: so you are you two are both telling me this guy can't ruck?
1: No, he can ruck. It's just do we want two big men when we have... I a don't want Pitnett lottery? in the team. I'm hearing what you're saying, but i would well, sure yeah, I, I just, have I, him as number one. So runner.
2: you guys don't think he can number one ruck? TDK? Yes. No.
1: The day TDK goes past Mark Pitnett... Brilliant. We'll have a parade. Happy
0: days. He's not there yet. No. Fuck
2: me. Do I
0: have to? <laughs> I'd prefer not. <laughs> um, no, but this is what Tim and I are saying just at the moment is that TDK is barely rucked as is. So the idea that you've just got him number one ruck, out you go to face Marich and Soldo, Soldo or whoever, know. You know, is I, I, lunacy.
2: I'm not the type of play uh, person who... <laughs> Marich
1: hasn't played in four years. Oh, I'm sorry,
0: Tony um, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm not the, I'm not the, the bloke who's. I'm, I'm not, I don't want... I just don't pop players for the sake of it. I hope Mark Pitnett... Ends up being Jim fucking Stein. Well, but no, but no one's he's saying not, that I, he is. I don't think he's better than DeConing now. He I is. actually think I actually don't think he provides anything after the Ruck contest.
1: Possibly. I just think DeConning's not ready right now. And so this is a compl- This is a... I think we could go with DeConning
2: and Jack and be fine. If you're saying
1: best 22 across the whole season, then yeah, i have probably going... At some point, Tom DeConning will go past him, and I am happy. Fingers crossed. But but I'm yet to see that he absolutely is. So until that point, I'll have Mark Pitnett as our number one run.
0: Then DeConning
2: doesn't play for me. If that's the case, he can't play.
1: And that's, that's, but, and, but you need to get games into him too, so, so he will be playing at some point.
0: Interestingly enough, you two, neither of you have um, a fully fit David Cunningham. He's on my bench. No,
1: I don't. I don't have. I've got him in the list from, but
0: oh, I've got. I had him on my bench. I had my sub was Oes. Yeah, okay. And I had Cunningham on the bench.
2: Sub yeah. is Oes. Yep. Oh wow! What I've, more? What more does he have to do? Kick goals. He's pretty
1: good at that. Um, he's good at a set shot Yeah. Does he create enough off his own bat Maybe I think. I, and he looks
2: like He's 8 foot on his photo
0: I think we've In just 2 weeks I don't want to go Too prematurely I think in just 2 weeks And, and what Matt Owies Has done His career trajectory Is a credit to him But I think we've seen The difference in a guy Like Durden
1: Gone past him
0: Pretty, pretty quickly I think,
1: I think you can trust that too The other uh, bloke We haven't spoken about Is um, Josh Honey And Lockie Foster as
0: well I like Josh Honey and I think this is a really good opportunity for him to be that guy that plays in the twos and hopefully bangs the door down with his consistency and his we preparation yep. and all that. And then Fogarty's very, very similar. Yep.
2: So who, who have you got on your interchange?
0: We haven't even locked in the forwards yet.
1: Our I mean, six were exactly the same,
0: Sean. Yeah, but this
2: idiot. Well, if you two have... The, it's a consensus 22 dick face. If your two are exactly the same, it doesn't matter what I've got.
0: Good. Didn't matter what you had at the start. Um... So we had Martin, Kuno, Fisher, Durden, McKay, and Sauce. Yep. Yep. Fab again has pushed Silvati to the bench. You know. I've
2: got Owies and Kennedy. What, yeah. you're going to dispute Kennedy's output on what we've seen so far? As a forward? Yes. Yeah, as a forward.
0: Yeah, probably. You're an angry man. <laughs> I, I mean, he he if, drives if me to insanity. I'm going to fucking biff him. If it's a pick between year. Matt Kennedy and Jack Silvati, you've got to play forward this week. You're going with Silvani every day At, of the as week. As a forward, yes. Every day.
2: But Kennedy's going to be pushing up in the midfield at times too. And ja- Mate, it's fluid. It's not netball.
0: Yeah, you're relaxed over there. Next. Psychopath. Um, so Hewitt has been squeezed down inexplicably onto the bench despite being our second best player in pre-season. Uh, I have Kennedy on the bench. We're going to have Oes on the bench as well because Fab thinks he's Jeff Farmer. Um, and I think we should probably have TDK on the bench because we will need some chop-out ruck. Well, I've w- got
2: Dave Cunningham on the bench.
0: I well, I had him on my bench, but now I think he's been pushed to the sub. Well, the, the fascinating thing is... Well, I think Cunningham, if he's fit, Cunningham's in, personally. I, I
1: would hope that he would be. My, my only comment that I made when I looked at it was my four on the bench were Kennedy, Hewitt, Ploughman, Oweys. And, and clearly you need the small to keep doing the pressure that's worked so well for us today.
0: The really interesting thing there philosophically for me is you have Ploughman in your team, on the bench,
1: there are a lot of rotations in <laughs> AFL football. <laughs> he's not going to spend a long time there, but yes, structurally, if he's there, he's probably got a role. So I absolutely take on board everything that you're saying. My question purely was about speed and did you have did you have enough speed across the board? And that's absolutely where well, the with, window well, opens with, for Cunningham, and it keeps it open for Ed Kerno and whether Ed Kerno potentially is the sort of guy that could be like a permanent.
0: Um, so sorry, Fab, did, did Ed Curno become Usain Bolt in the off season? Yeah, Ed Curno's a
2: phenomenal runner, mate. He's, and runner. he's not slow.
0: I don't know. Uh oh,
1: he's not he's he, not, not gonna win the hundred for Australia, but you Ed know Kurnow's playing
2: the, Thursday night. Let's not get this confused.
1: I, don't, oh, I wouldn't be so sure. I reckon he is. I don't think he's guaranteed. Yeah, I but it I don't wouldn't think surprise he's. me if he wore the, he was the concussion sub. Yeah. And I forgot
2: it I even forgot about that shit, to be honest.
1: And if he plays, no dramas.
0: I think he's – I reckon by round, when Walsh is back in the mix, when Cunningham's back in the mix, I think whether, by whatever round that is, I don't reckon Kuno's in.
2: So you don't have Stock in your side at all?
0: Um, no, I had him in the mix as one of the guys that you're sort of like uh, – oh, no, so I had him as one of my bench guys, sorry, because we we've pushed obviously Hewitt's gone to a bench um, and TDK, et cetera. I had him on the bench. My bench was Kennedy, TDK, Cunners, Stocker. I'm- Cunners
2: guys- and Stocker have to be in this best 22.
1: And and I guess the thing is they're both coming off preseason injury, so I'm not desperate to get them in there straight away. So We are but I get it's fully fit. So I don't think
2: you get it, Timbo. I do get it. Because you put a caveat on every time <laughs> you put a player in your I'm, side.
1: I'm having six of one and half a dozen of another, yes.
2: I've got Piddo slash play player on the bench. You can't I can't split
0: I the position. I don't think you get it now. You can't have will play first half. <laughs> Fab sorted it out with the AFL team. We're actually going to name twenty four. Uh, funny
2: stuff. I reckon Lockie Fogarty.
0: Lockie Fogarty's not in this team. Fab.
2: No, no. Is he playing this week? No. Who's replacing Durden? Durden's not ready. think
0: they seem to think that he might. I think they said that he will. Yeah.
2: I don't want him to pop a calf. If he strained it,
1: I don't think he did. Well, that's this is the thing. I don't think he strained it because if he was, he'd be out for a month.
2: That's what I'm saying. If if okay, well so, Newman's in. Newman plays this week.
0: got a lot of half-back flankers in that back six. We've got do, do we we've got three in there at the moment. Do you reckon we can squeeze another three in?
1: Well, it saves us from having them on the forward line in right. like the second who, half who? against Melbourne. That's true.
2: From from the best twenty-two Cunners. Durden, also oh, you're saying Durden's playing. So Cunners, Walsh, Marchbank, and Stocker.
0: again. Fab, we're talking about best twenty-two. You're yeah. you're, you're bringing selection this he, week. He's talking yeah. Friday, yeah. yeah, Thursday. Sorry. So I think I think we're, that's not what we're doing, obviously. But I think Martin Kuno Fisher, Durden, McKay, Sivardi. I like that yep. as a forward line. Yep. We need to obviously get a bit more out of Jack uh, Martin um, because lots of talent, but's delivered so far.
1: Well, two years here. Two years ago he kicked
0: four against them, didn't he? They it looked good. Yeah. Um, hasn't I'd like that again. Really seen that since. That would have been great right
2: on in it in, in a pack stadium. Yeah. Like his little
0: cameo, mm. second half cameo. And then the one for me, look, Charlie's a bit of a watch this space as well, just because he is absolutely the sort of player who can look horrendous for a hundred minutes and then take the game away from you <laughs> with a seven. With, with a burst in ten.
1: Well Josh Battle Lined him, lined up on him really, really well against St Kilda, and he's he's a good athlete, and he. You love him. him. I think Josh Bell is a good footballer. He's he's very he's very, he's a bit Jason Blake ish actually. He's he's a great size and. He's, Welcome to
0: the 40 Years Fidelius uh, podcast. <laughs>
1: he um, I just think he's very flexible, and he could be playing forward. Are you he could just be trying to get your
2: with... mates a shout out on the podcast.
1: I love Jace. Jace is on the board at uh, St Kilda now. Is he? He's basically the football director. I think it's great
2: as his work at phrases gone.
1: He's not at Fraser's anymore. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, no. no so not well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he left. He left to his own accordies uh, elsewhere.
0: Oh, there you go. Good on him. Yep. Shout out. So <laughs> the bench Shit. I the bench I suppose I said I think it's Hewitt Kennedy Owies and decoding. Because despite Fab's protestations, we're not going to go in with just a pit net. And then whoever else has two functioning legs can play. Well, I've
2: got Pito on the bench. And DeConning rucking, so, so well, it I don't still works. I don't
0: understand why you were waging the 100 years war with us about Piddo when you've got, I've got him I, I, in the team. I, I, I've got
2: Piddo. Timbo. Piddo you... or Plough. Timbo. That's it. That's all I could squeeze in.
0: Based on Fab's carry-on, am I alone in thinking Piddo wasn't in his team at all? Yes. Yes, I'm no, alone. No, no. <laughs>
1: yes, you are correct, because I didn't think he was going to be playing. Based on the way I, he was... I thought he was having a one ruckman yes. team and he was playing TDK. I didn't get TDK in in my best 22, but as we sort of said, given where we're at and consensus and all that sort of stuff, if we're playing two rucks in general across the season, no drafts.
0: I think too, it gives us a bit of flexibility as well with leaving Kuno, Mackay, whoever it is, at home and one of them can roam out and yes. be, be yep. the bailout kick from full back almost. You almost play in a line. Yep. Um, all right, I'm happy with that. I'm not too fussed about who the sub is because... Whatever. The sub
2: is just yeah. That, that's
0: so the omissions the for me insurance policy. And the omissions for me. You know who should
2: who'd make a very good sub? Oscar McDonald. You can come on he did
1: and did do it well a couple of times.
2: Rip it apart for fifteen minutes
0: and, as a forward, and then get stress reactions in <laughs> his back and not be seen <laughs> again for 10 the minutes.
1: Two 10 two ten minute bursts.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I think you, know, you unanimously Cedarfield's not in any of our teams. Kemp wasn't in our teams. I
2: don't think Kemp's ready yet. Uh, he just needs football.
0: Dow wasn't, Williamson wasn't, Marchbank was in one, I think. It's in mine. Um,
2: no Parks, no Carroll, no Flip.
0: Philp? Did you say Williamson? I did, but I don't think that's a shock. No, I, I think, I think I Willow's
2: think above that bunch of players we've just mentioned. I think he's...
0: Willow needs to be redeployed in the twos. They need, yeah. to, they need to make something else of him. Well,
1: you see what he can do. And, and the bottom line, what, what this list finally has... Is some genuine depth to it that if we do get a few injuries here and there, whether they're nicks out of carbs, a couple of hamstrings, somebody does an ankle, whatever, you know, you hope it's never anything serious.
2: Like a Cinder's Moses.
1: Correct. <laughs> if you can, if you've got a batch of players that are seeing there ready to go, that you can deploy at a moment's notice and and win no worse, that makes Carlton more dangerous because oh. once upon a like, and, and I still say an injury to Jacob Weidering is devastating for this team because it's funny. Sam Walsh has gone down, and to date, and yes, they've been practice matches. We've been able to move the move the seats on the Titanic, and we're still good to go. The
0: Titanic still sank, Tim.
1: Yeah, it did, but it had not because of the seats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very surprised that your boy David Cunningham didn't feature in your side.
1: I've probably forgotten about him a little bit. I want him to remind me
2: front and centre. One of the best front and centre players in that the comp. goal
1: against Western Bulldogs two years ago. It's still
0: my favourite moment. One of my favourite moments last year. I would love to get Actually, over the line in that years, game. Man. Actually, probably two of them from last That's year. That's Charlie Seven, wasn't it? Just mm. inexplicably, both in Wolf uh, Cutters was when he strolled into goal with very little time on the clock against Essendon. Essendon had sort of flirted with a comeback at the venue. You're a bit nervous because you don't know how long it is, but th- there was not enough time. Yep. And Cunningham strolls into the open goal and ices it, oh, it. which was wonderful. Um, buried the demons uh from Cade uh, Kane Lucas all those years ago. Um I still have sweats about that <laughs> in the middle of the night. Um and then of course he's when he, he sold the big uh who's the big streak of shit Ruckman, at the Bulldogs? And he did the big walk around them, he did the sold them the candy in the middle of the game at Eddie Act. Tim English? No, nah, no nah, they, they are other Stephen
1: Martin. M- oh. No Will no. Minson. Minson again? Sh- surely not.
0: Um no, the, he's he's a real unco looking bloke and Classic Western Bulldogs sort of fringe player.
1: <laughs> Not Tom Campbell.
0: Might have been. I don't know. Yeah. But the point was, it was this beautiful moment where he just sort of sold in the candy and then ran in, hit someone up on the lead, and he just went. That's the footballer. That's the that Carlton fans know and love and yep. want the best for. That the rest of the league you, has no idea who this bloke is.
2: We haven't, we haven't mentioned your favourite player, Sean. Who's that? Number forty-six.
0: Matty Cotterell. Well, Matty Cotterall, he's in my Carlton Reserves best 22, if we're going to go through that momentarily. Where does he sit? Uh, He can play wherever he wants. I'm happy for him to put his own magnet up on the whiteboard every week. Um, No disrespect to Cotters, he gives it everything, but he's just one of those guys who we have to be better than.
1: Well, this is the thing. If if, if he can belt down the door and be part of the team, good on you, Cotters. (laughs) <laughs> he, he, he's given us he's given us some phenomenal highlights. In I was, fairness to him, I was
2: going to be facetious and ask Sean where he's put Callum Moore.
1: He's playing for fucking Roeville, but uh, is he really? No, oh, yeah. I okay. don't know where he is. But um, there are too many people in front of Cottrell. At the oh, absolutely. Do you if, know what I like about Matty
2: Cottrell? Matty Cottrell, for all his shortcomings, I think he'll be ready. If and when called upon, absolutely, now
0: he'll he'll be in the he'll probably be in the best players for the twos every week, and his name will be in the mix every week. And at some he's point, a less talented, that'll be Mitch At some point, that'll be rewarded by selection. I think he'll put together a stretch of form in the twos that has to be rewarded with a game.
1: And it, it pro- uh, we, as we said, we will have injuries. We will have injuries. It's, it's, I don't want us to, but the reality is we will, and when we call upon these players if Cottrell's name gets drawn out, we go.
0: Like I don't see when we've when we've had guys like when we've had like an Ed Kerno do a tagging job or whatever, if you want someone to do a purely defensive job, I have no problem sacrificing a Matt Cottrell.
1: Do you reckon Cottrell can do that?
0: Just like, run like, with a bloke all day.
1: Well stand next to him. And, and he probably can, but like we've always sort of said when you see him
0: running, he looks that does sound he looks so efficient. It does sound so easy, doesn't it? Where it's like Timbo, you're just tagging Fab. You're just tagging him all day. It sounds like the simplest thing in the world, just go you're not touching the ball. But it actually doesn't really work that way.
1: Well, there there are some guys that just do it and do it really, really well, and then there are others that don't quite get it. And you know guys like Matty DeBoer and Ryan Crowley and um, who've been something like even Kane Corns. I mean Kane Corns was a good footballer in his own right, but mm. when he was just allowed to just be a dead set pest, he did it phenomenally, and mm. and his teammates loved him for it because they knew there was never ever any lack of effort in doing it.
2: I reckon Andy Carrato doesn't get enough credit for how good of a tagger he, he was, was. Very
1: good. Yeah. Even Matty Hogg in his heyday, you know, they'd give him the Gary Hawkins and the Johnny Plattons and those sorts of guys.
2: Where's his son at? Don't know. Isn't he got one coming through? Or?
1: I think he had two, but I'm not quite sure whether they've absolutely hit the
0: heights. Okay. Who's this? Hoggy. Matty Hogg. Yeah, I don't know. But was, again, do you want you know, to talk about the time he punched Mick McGuan in the head?
1: Did he? Do we need that?
0: Uh, Mickey McGowan turned up for training in less than ideal condition, and uh Hoggy was not impressed. Well oh, we?
1: Fair enough. I don't condone violence, but I do condone...
2: So
0: did he tear the it. hamstring
2: in the M&M jersey?
0: He played in it.
2: I definitely played it. He played three
0: games, didn't he, for us? Didn't Sean Charles, he broke his leg. Busted his leg that yeah. day, yeah. Not that not that dad I think.
1: Was it he not was, that he cut back after the broken leg in that cuz he did that in a round 1. Yeah. It
0: was definitely at Optus Oval. Was though. an interesting acquisition. But anyway, we Sean don't Charles he was the um He's not in our Melbourne, best the team. Melbourne. Yeah. He played well against us in the 90s. Justin Charles. Final. He That's was the, the guy what? that took
1: steroids to recover from uh and he played baseball played for Richmond. uh Footscray first and then Richmond. He was at what? Richmond when I he thought he took that steroids. was Greg Stafford. No, he no. was he
2: was he also
0: Ex yeah. Sydney. He was the guy that was getting stalked.
2: Yeah, didn't she make it onto the? Oh, that's right. She made it onto the ground yeah. when he was doing a post-match interview.
0: Oh, wait. Hey. She was just
1: good tagger too. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well, she, she available it, this she week. Made, she evaded security, ground staff. She got herself yep. onto the playing yeah. surface, yeah. and people didn't think anything of it. Simpler time, simpler time. <laughs> um, that just about does us, I think. Uh, at the breakout risk, player of the year, at the risk of starting World War Three. We'll go over our team briefly, and then we'll go to your breakout player. Okay. Uh, Newman Weatering, MacDonald, Sad, McGovern, Williams, O'Brien Cripps Walsh, Pitnett, much to Fab's chagrin. Uh, Chera and Doc, forwards Martin, Kurno, Fisher, Durden, McKay and Silvani. Again, much to Fab's chagrin, Silvani on the field. I love Jack, um, stop it. And the bench, Hewitt, Kennedy, Owies, TDK, and I suppose we've got Cunners as the sub, even though we all agree he'll be playing when he's <laughs> in. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> we've got him as the best player on the side, but oh, we
0: might not make the 22. We well, just want to keep him fresh in case someone gets injured. So, breakout player of the year, are you going to go with Corey Durden?
1: Well, I should, given that he was always going to be my find. Mm. And he does look like that he's shaping as making serious impact. But I think given where he's come from, the way that he'd been uh, utilised or not utilised in the past, I think what we've seen in the first two games from Lockie O'Brien says, if he can hold down that wing position, use that kick inside 50, use his run, be competitive when we need him to be, he, he's going to be given every opportunity to make good on the talent that he's got. I've, yeah, got, okay. Lockyer. And, and, I've got Lockyer. I've got as well, and, and I'm all for it. I think I'm, he just I'm needs
0: to him. tidy up disposal. He does um, a little bit. Not it was a do good. you reckon? I
2: reckon he just gets lazy at times because um, he's actually a very, very good.
0: No, he is, kick. but I, I just think that occasionally, you know, what he, you know the kicks that he. It's funny. It feels as though the kicks that he misses are actually the easier ones. That's right. So whether it, that's it actually complacency looks like sometimes or, he tries to
1: hit it too hard or whatever, but when he just lets his natural um technique dictate he just seems to hit really really good um you know hits targets comfortably regardless of the length location on the field and all those sorts of things Mm. and a good look a good Lockheed o'brien makes carlton a good looking team
0: i agree so that closes us out for this episode our pre-season chat pre-round one conversation um what are you doing, Fab? Nothing. You're trying to mimic me. Yes. Yeah. Didn't work. Poking the bear. Um, thanks very much for being here tonight, gentlemen. We'll do it all again later in the week, I imagine. Um, for fabaganoush.
2: Ganouche. Out of that,
0: For Kimbo Slice. <laughs> Timbo Slice. <laughs> it's always a pleasure.
1: Can I just give one super quick shout out? We'll be catching up on Thursday night with um, a few of the Carlton supporters that have been spoken of on the pod before, Brent Gleeson, Matty Skeel, um, Greg Fitzgerald and Steve Fitz as well, who's really good mate, Timmy Dodgson, passed away about two months ago in very tragic circumstances. Timmy was a massive Richmond supporter, so this Thursday is not going to feel right without Timmy. But we will be catching up with his son, Zach, as well. So, for Zach's benefit, I hope he has a great night. But I hope he doesn't see a win. But um, for all the boys that were hurting for a little while there,
2: Absolutely. hopefully
1: Thursday's a, um, a good, fun, healthy, enjoyable night.
2: He here. Always a he pleasure.
0: He here. Uh, excellent, guys. We'll chat to you again later in the week. Go Blues.